Welcome to Urban Theology. This is a podcast about two millennial men brought together by the grace of God to share their ups, downs, and everything in between. This is episode number one, the first of many to come. So I'm also let my co-host go ahead and intro himself real quick. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm the co-host of the Urban Theology Show. Uh, the name is Raheem, a.k.a. Heem. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, rice underscore and underscore stew, rice and stew. Okay. And I am Toby, a.k.a. Long Live Toby on all social media. My full name is Tobechi Lemchuku. You know, I, I have a clean I have a clean slate out there, so I can put that out there. Um, and, you know, this is just one of many episodes to come. I know Raheem, when he mentioned it, he said it's a show. And uh, this is, would you say it's a reality show? Or is, it, is this like a fictional show? So I would say definitely this is a reality show. Um, we just, we just want to be real open and transparent with people. And just kind of share how we as two young, urban and African men are navigating, you know, the Christian life as men in their early 20s, you know, I mean, early 30s slash late, you know, late 20s, and just kind of how we're dealing with the challenges that we're facing every day. We just kind of want to use this as a platform, you know, to give people a voice and just let them know, like, yo, we're in it with you. We, you know, we, we're going through this life as well. Of course, of course. And the way I look at it, we're going to be discussing a lot of challenges between our flesh and our spirit, you know, and a lot of times, it, at least for me, you know, I know I've, I've, I've been obedient to my flesh in, in my past and I've seen a lot of consequences. So we just have a lot of accounts, a lot of experiences that we feel like people our age, people even younger than us, people older than us can relate to. So I'm, I'm excited to be here, man. How, how did we actually get to this point of creating this podcast? Because I didn't have you in mind, you know, just out of the blue, just thinking of, hey, I, I want to start this type of podcast. How about you go into how we actually started this, this idea? So funny thing is, I remember a tweet. So I've always kind of had this in the back of my mind, like maybe doing one, but I was always resilient. But I remember I tweeted like, man, I feel like the podcast game is oversaturated, right? And then I remember I got a DM and it was you. You were like, bro, don't, don't think like that. I've been thinking of having a podcast, you know, talking about faith and life. And I was like, dog, I was thinking about it too, but I was very resilient. So you definitely encouraged me, like, hey, let's do this. Like, let's make this a reality. So thanks for that, bro. Thanks for actually right, reaching out, you know? Hey, you know, I, I, I'll go ahead and say, if you follow my guy on Twitter, he's an actual troll, all right? He trolls a lot. And when I saw him write that question, or it wasn't even a question, he, it was a statement. It's like, yo, the podcast game is oversaturated. I thought he was coming for all the podcasters out there. So I have another podcast that I do. So I basically just was like, yo, let me school this guy real quick. You know, so I, I DM'd him and I was like, yo, like people have so many things that they could talk about. Like it's not saturated. And out of the blue, he told me he was thinking about starting a podcast. And I thought he was bluffing. I told him, I was like, I like, why don't you go ahead and start it? Cause I was like, yo, I've been, I have the same kind of idea too. And, you know, lo and behold, he was more serious about it than me because I know uh, when we were trying to actually start this, you know, I think um, the first day we were supposed to record, I actually had a quarantine date. Like I was, I was, I, <laughs> you know, I was on a date and I had to kind of reschedule, but my guy was on time. And I mean, we kind of got the ball rolling from 
you know, his efforts and, and really pushing me. And he let me know he was serious from the jump. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Uh, you already know, bro. Iron sharpens iron, man. So of course, like we got this. Yeah. So I, I want to make sure everybody knows what to expect from this podcast. So this is a faith-based podcast. We both believe in God and we have both been traveling this earth for quite some time. And um, we're trying to be obedient and subservient to God. You know, so this is a faith-based podcast. We will be talking about some of our experiences, but we're always going to tie it back into, okay, what does the word of God say about this? You know, and in terms of the structure of this, yeah, we always going to come into an episode, give you a nice intro, tell you maybe what we're going through uh, since we left you with the last episode. And then we're going to have something called announcements. Um, and then after that, we're going to give you a topic. We'll discuss it. We'll bring some scripture in. And then we're just going to go ahead and close out on y'all. So I'll let you go ahead and take the announcement section. Yeah, man. So right now with the, you know, obviously this being the first episode in terms of announcements, uh, we just kind of right now, we just want to be grateful that obviously we're here and, you know, God is keeping us, you know, with the quarantine and everything and, and this lockdown, you know, there's just a lot going, you know, going, going on. But basically what we want to let you guys know is that God loves you. God is with you and God has not forgotten about you you know, you know, in this, you know, in this season of life, you know, that's one thing we want to, we want to remind you yes, about. Sir. And also, you know, with this episode, we're going to be very transparent. We're going to, you know, use episode one to share our testimonies. So I'm, I'm going to let our brother Toby kind of give you some more context on how that's going to go. Yeah. Oh, and you know what, before we even go any further, we definitely got to open up a prayer. You know, I feel like that's, that's important. So we can go ahead and take turns, you know, and we are, we are still learning. It's like, I don't want people to listen to this and think we are holier than thou or anything like that. We're, we still struggle. But the thing about us is we are willing to learn. We're willing to be corrected by brothers and sisters. So this is a podcast where if you hear something and you feel like, yo, I got to correct these brothers, please find a way to reach us. And we'll definitely either talk about it on the show or maybe we'll bring you on the show. You know, but before we move forward, I just want to go ahead and say a quick prayer. I think we're definitely going to start every episode with a quick prayer, you know, just so God can come and be in our presence as we talk about things. So I'm going to go ahead and, and, and kick this prayer off. Dear Father, thank you for allowing this idea to manifest. Uh, today, as we kick off the first episode of Urban Theology, I just ask that you lead us in the way that we talk and just forgive us for all the sins, the things that we say, the things that we do, the things that we think, Lord, just please forgive us and have mercy on us and all of our listeners. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. So, so what do we have in store for them, brother Toby? Bro, bro. I mean, since this is the first episode, I feel like we got to give them a dose of who we really are and how did we come to this place where we even feel comfortable getting on a mic and talking about God. So. I want you to give the people your account of, you know, when did you find out God was real? All right. And then after you found out God was real, when did you start listening to God's word? Okay, man, I, I appreciate that question, man. So my story is kind of nuanced, but it goes back to 2012, right? 2012 was when I gave my life to the Lord. That was when I was like, okay, God is real. God, I'm going to follow you, God, you know. I've seen what else is out there and I just, I want to make this commitment to you. But like for me, it was a lot that kind of got me to that point, but I can, sh I can kind of shorten it. So basically my dad died in 2012. And before that I was harboring a lot of animosity towards him, a lot of anger, 
lot of hatred, you know, just, um, I was also very promiscuous. I drank a lot. I was just, I was trying to cope with um, the relationship with my dad, basically. I was trying to find all these things to yeah. fill the void because I was struggling with just, you know, hating him and all of this stuff. And then my dad, my dad died in 2012. He died from a heart attack in Nigeria. And I remember, I, obviously, like, I forgave him, but I was still very, like, depressed. I was sad because, like, he died. And I was like, oh, like, what's, like, what's going to happen of my life? Like, what's, like, and, you know, obviously, like, I was promiscuous. I was just doing a lot, dog. I was a wild boy. Like, you know me, son. I, I was a wild boy. But I remember, dog, I was in my room. So my dad died July of, of 2012, right? And then, um. I was. I remember September. I was in my room. It was nighttime, and I was just for two months. I'm depressed, but like, I remember something was telling me like, I'm not. I know now it was the Holy Spirit. It was like, oh, you need to pray. Like, you need to get down on your knees and you need to pray. So, so I just start praying. I just start saying this like whack prayer. I, yeah. The reason why I call it whack is because I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just like, God, I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry for everything I've done. I'm like, and I'm talking really loud. So I'm like, maybe the louder I am, God will hear me. I'm like, God, I'm so sorry for everything I've done. God, please forgive me. Forgive me. I'm like, hey, God. You sound like a Nollywood uh, scene, bro. That's what it felt like. But like, son, it was so, orga- it was so organic. It wasn't scripted, right? But something was telling me, like, just tell God you're sorry. And I remember, bro, going to sleep that night. And when I woke up, I felt different. It, it felt like all the darkness and sadness and like everything that was like, like there, it felt like it was, it, like it was gone. Like, I just, I just felt different. So for me, right, that was the, obviously the encounter with God. That's how I knew he was real. But it, after that, it probably took like two months because I had to be like around other young Christians and people to kind of like walk with me and kind of help me. So that was when I like knew, okay, he was real. It took like the encounter plus like meeting other people. So that's kind of how, how I got to know him. Okay. And then as soon as you found out God was real, you started to listen to his word. <laughs> So, because <laughs> bro, a lot of people know God is real, but they don't really fear Him. They don't. They don't listen to His word. You know. Yeah, I'm actually glad you said it because it took it took a while, right? Like, uh huh. Like it took. I would probably say it took like maybe like from the time I I got to, you know gave my life to the Lord, it took maybe like six months from that point to be like okay to kind of stand on my own right to to pray to learn to to read His word and to learn to actually like it. Like you know what I'm saying. Um, the reason why I would say I liked that a lot because it was new, right? And it yeah. was, this was fresh, this was different. Again, to that point, I grew up in the church, but I never read the Bible. I didn't know nothing about God. So it was like, <laughs> it's, it's very refreshing to get to know him for yourself, right? Not based on what your parents say, not based on what a pastor says, like just knowing him for yourself. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yep. So. Nice, nice. All right, man, my, my experience, my experience. So when did I find out God was real? I actually found out God was real when I was really, really young. I was probably seven or eight years old. So, you know, my mom and dad, oh, man, if my mom hears this podcast, she's going to wow me. But, you know, hey, we're doing this for the glory of God. You know, we, we, we don't fear any consequences. So my dad, my dad was in a cult. I, I promise you, he was in a cult. So my mom, she was a strong Christian. She was actually a Catholic and I think it was just, you know, y- your parents never want to tell you about some of the things they did back then. But I feel like my mom liked bad boys. And, you know, because my dad, he he kind of posed as if he was a Christian. But I feel like as a Christian, you should be able to decipher some things. You know, like he, he was in a cult. So when I was born, um, 
my mom and dad were still together. Um, fast forward to when I was around eight, my, my mom went on a trip. She went on a trip by herself and my dad took me to his village. So I grew up in Nigeria in, in, in my youth. So my dad took me to his village and there was this guy that they had a picture of and it was who they were worshiping. You know, that, that was a leader. So I remember I got really, really sick. Like I was, I don't know what sickness I had, but I know they took me to the hospital. They tried to do everything for me, but I just kept getting worse. And they gave me a shot and that shot paralyzed me. Like I couldn't walk. Like people had to carry me. So I'm a little kid. I'm just in the room. And my dad had this picture of his leader, you know, right next to me. And so my mom had heard I was sick and she flew back first flight smoking back to the village. And she came there. And at that point, she saw that picture there and she went crazy, man. Holy Ghost fire. How come she went crazy? She just smashed the picture and she just started praying over me. And the next day I was healed. Like, bro, I thought I was gonna die. Like I was a little kid, but I really felt like I was gonna die. And I remember the next day I felt fine. I was like, oh, that must be God. So I realized God when I was really young, that doesn't mean I listened to him, you know. So after that experience. I kind of felt like I was, I kind of knew I was, I was favored by God. You know, I felt like, yo, I got this bulletproof vest on. So I really was wilding out here. Like, you know, I, I came to America um, and I was chasing the cool. I wanted to be the cool. And I got my hands in everything that you mentioned. Like, I mean, hey, I didn't ran around in these streets. I've, I've, I've stolen, I've lied. I've done a lot of crazy things, which, you know, we'll talk about my experience in death later on. But the night that I actually started listening to God's word, uh, I went to University of Maryland, Baltimore County, and they had this praise and worship session. And honestly, I knew it was going to be mad chicks there. So I was like, yo, I'm in there. You feel me? Because the woman was going to be there. So I went there and, you know, the music was great. And I had one of my friends that I used to play 2K with. His name was Rich. And Rich was in this ministry. So you know, he saw me and I was listening to the music and I was getting a little emotional because I knew God was real. So when I was listening to this music and the like, when you hear people praising with the instruments and the, the music and the voices, yo, it got to me. So he looked at me and said, yo, you all right? And I was trying to conceal it. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good, fam. I'm good. And he said, yo, let me pray with you real quick. And he took my hand. He placed one hand on me. And he prayed over me, he prayed over me. He prayed over me for like, probably like a good 10, 15 minutes, bro. A lot of you not. And this whole time I'm bawling in tears, bro. I'm just, I'm going crazy. I'm just bawling in tears. And, you know, when he stops praying, he says, yo, God has a calling for you. God has a calling on your life. And I'm looking at him like, yo, you don't even know me, fam. Like, you don't even know why I came here. And he's just like, no, I, I know why you came here. God brought you here. God has a calling on your life. You know, you need to seek what he wants you to do. And I'm like, Yo, you don't know what you're talking about. He's like, no, I know what you're talking about. I came to you because God sent me to you. And the tears just kept bawling, bawling, bawling. I left there, and that's when I, I got on my knees and I prayed. I said, God, please speak to me. Like, I'm listening. Please speak to me. And it was from that moment that I was like, you know what? I know there's a God, and I need to listen to his word. And I started reading my Bible more. I started praying more. And, I mean, it did take me some time. It took me some time to 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 stop doing some crazy things that I was doing. But eventually, you know, it was like, yo, I, 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 I can't be double-minded. You know, I can't, I can't say that I want to be for Christ and continue to, you know, 
I, I used to call it courting, but it, it was not courting. All right. I was a, I was running around. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, that's my, that's my experience with, you know, how I found out God was real. And then when I started listening to God. Yo, and, man, that's dope. Like yeah. everything is dope, man. Hey, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm just thankful. I'm just thankful. I'm just thankful because I know so many people that were on the same path as me and, if I look at where they're at now, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm fortunate that, you know, God got me when he got me, you know, like I'm so fortunate because I mean, I was going down a destructive pathway, you know? So let me ask you a question, bro. Like what, I guess like kind of like your whole like story and everything you described to me, like what scripture would you say lines up the most with your salvation story? Like coming to the oh, Lord, man. like what, what, which one summarizes is summarizes it the best oh bro if i had to choose one and i mean i i go to this passage a lot i go to the scripture a lot so it, it's it's from the book of mark it's from the book of mark mark chapter five so i'm, I'm gonna turn there myself um so i'm i, I like reading out kjv what, what kind of bible you like reading out of uh esv and csb okay i mean Look, I, I've seen people get into a lot of battles about, okay, this Bible's best, this Bible's best, this Bible's best. I like reading KJV. I, I'm, I'm not going to get into an argument with, any, with anybody about what version of the Bible they're reading. But I love the story about the woman uh, who, in chapter 5, verse 28, for she said, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be whole. The woman who reached out to, to Jesus real quick. Can you hear me now? Yeah, so I was saying, Mark 5, Mark 5, scrolling down to 30, where Jesus looked back and said, who touched my clothes? You know, who touched me? You know, that's something that I relate to where I was this poor sinner that was, I, I wasn't worthy to touch Jesus' garments, you know? But, I mean, Jesus is somebody who, when you go down to verse 35, he said, be not afraid, only believe. You know, and I... At that point, I believe that Jesus was the way. And this, this, this passage in Mark chapter 5, I feel like that relates to my story the best. Man, hey, what man, about you? Man, for me, man, it's most definitely, um, most definitely Romans 10, 9 and 10. So I'll read that joint. It says in uh, Romans 10, 9, it says, if, we, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And then verse 10, the one that believes with the heart resulting in righteousness and one confesses with the mouth resulting in salvation. So for me, it was definitely going from like my heart to like, oh, saying like, yes, I believe this, right? And it's kind of dope to kind of see it start and see where it ends. Like, it's like, it became genuine for me, right? At that point, it wasn't like, oh, what my, what my parents believe. It was like, I believe this because I've experienced and, and I've, I've had an encounter with the living God, right? The one true and living God. I've had an encounter with him and I'm like, okay, he's real. I know he's real. Right. And like, this is what has carried me to this point Right, I got saved when I was 24 years old, I'm 31 going on 32. Right. So that's the same confession and declaration. Right. And what I believe then is still carrying me to yeah. this point. Right. So it's, it's kind of dope to see the power of that one moment and to see where it's, you know, brought me to now. And it's really dope to kind of hear you share, right. Your story and how you went to a ministry event. Dog, what happened? That's the Holy Spirit, bro. The Holy Spirit was like yeah. directed you to that 
just to that point. And like when you were feeling like emotional, bro, that was the spirit. The spirit yeah. was like moving dog to you and it just it, it got to you in a way where it's like, okay, like I you can't to, run, you can't hide. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like when God wants you, he wants you, bro. You can't you can't run from that joint. You know? Yeah, because you'll be tormented. Like you you'll start going crazy out here, man. <laughs> yeah. That's real, man. That's that's really, really real, bro. Like, and I just really, really thank you for sharing the word and just like, just, just aligning it with your story, man. And I think um, coming from like a male perspective, everything you described is so real. I think as men, right, we have this hardness of heart, right? Where, where I think, where I think women, when they, when they encounter the Lord, it's like, I'm not saying it's easier, but their hearts are more gentle, right? Yeah. But yeah. like ours are so like rough and tough. It's like God has to like beat us into submission. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, nah, I feel you. And I appreciate you sharing your story as well. I think we both can learn from each other. We both can help each other along the way. And I mean, this podcast is God. This podcast is God working through us. You know, he's working through us. So hopefully everybody who's listening is like, like we're, we're able to help you guys too. You know, and then, you know, in terms of the, the name Urban Theology, I actually looked up what the definition of theology is and it's just the study of the nature of god you know so we are both students you know we want to learn and we, we want to study like hey what does god want us to do you know so it, it's not as if we're calling ourselves experts it's not like we're saying hey we're better than these people so we nah, you know and honestly i don't know about you but i'm open to having guests you know like if we have somebody who can teach us some things or teach some other people hey let's bring them on and actually, I'm actually really glad you said that because I'm, I'm always open for like discussion and dialogue. So if you're definitely like somebody that's passionate about the word of God, you're millennial, um, you know, you bring a fresh perspective, you know, we definitely want to have this outlet for you where you can come and, you know, talk about God and his word and also just life, how it relates to life, right? Because the word of God and life, they intersect, yes, you know, sir. the word of God gives us everything we need to navigate life you know what i'm saying like all manner of wisdom and the nature of god is revealed through the word of god so it's just like it's very relevant to all of our lives so we just want to create an outlet where y'all can come talk about it and you know we just teach and we learn from one another yes all right well this has been episode one of the urban theology podcast thank you guys for tuning in uh, we got a lot in store man we got a lot in store i'm excited about the future uh, my name is toby you can find me on all social media platforms at long live toby i'm not on tiktok so don't look for me there but everything else i'm there and this is your boy him aka raheem kk i didn't say my last name i'm, I'm a yoruba i'm a yoruba guy my my brother is helen from ibo land yes indeed of course so my my instagram handle and twitter handle is rice underscore and underscore stew your boy rice and stew that's me y'all stay yeah. blessed yeah stay blessed peace